and welcome to Ultra Modern Morons, a podcast about trying new things. It's right there in this title. We try something new, we gather here every other week, and we talk about it. I'm 90s bad boy, Joel. And I am 70s golf star, Luke. <laughs> Luke, this is our third episode. I don't know if you've been counting, but I've heard the saying, third time's the charm. So... I think we're on track to create our first good episode this time. Well, Joel, I was I was thinking about that myself, and uh, to commemorate our third episode, I brought you a steaming pile of hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you referring to the new thing you tried? I am referring to the new thing I tried. Uh, okay, well, might as well just rip the Band-Aid off and tell me what you did this episode. Well, Joel, uh, I don't know if you do your own grocery shopping or not, but... For those of us that do, um, I know I know you don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> I was going to sit here silently and hope we passed over it, but no, you got me pinned dead to rights. I do not do my own grocery shopping. <laughs> for for those of us that do, we have to go through a little thing called the uh, the checkout aisle, mm-hmm. and uh, these checkout aisles are typically you know where they try to the grocery store tries to get you with one last purchase. And they typically have things, you know, like lighters and candy bars. Mm-hmm. But the other thing they have is hot garbage tabloid magazines. Okay. And I've always thought to myself, I wonder what is in one of those hot garbage tabloid <laughs> magazines. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So There's, for this okay. week, I went to the grocery store, you know, got, got my things. And then while I was at the checkout, I shamelessly picked one of them up and <laughs> purchased it for no I think way. six dollars. <laughs> dollars are you joking what and i spent the last i don't know 24 hours paging through it (laughs) which magazine did you pick up so i got let me find volume 95 number 16 of people magazine okay yeah to be fair i don't think people magazine is like the absolute like you know trashiest magazine out there i think it's somewhat legit but at the time it was the one it was it was the magazine that looked, you know, it, it was shittiest to me, you know, sitting next to like National Geographic and like Time magazine. It's like, OK, you know, people's probably what I want. Did it have like a paparazzi photo of some celebrity in like schlubby sweatpants walking down their front driveway on the front? Not on the cover, but it had the classic uh, just like a collage of photos of celebrities just all over the cover and then various headlines like like, oh, you know, the, uh, this one is Jojo Siwa. Yeah, I think she's like the internet, some internet star, Nickelodeon star. Like, I'm so proud to be me about her coming out. And then, you know, like Tiger Woods, new controversy. So I was like, this, this is this is what I want. I, I read most of it. Um, some of it's skimming. But I would say a solid 90% of the names used for celebrities. I just had no idea who they were. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I'm feeling that more and more when I hear about these influencers and stuff. This is where Ultramatter Morons turns into like the old man show because I don't know who any of these people <laughs> are. I'm not, I'm in my mid-20s. Like, <laughs> why am I like suddenly out of touch? I was exact. I was in the same boat. I was like, yeah, literally like 10%. I was just like, oh, I think I recognize that name. I've probably seen something that they're in. But the other 90%, it's just like, yeah, who are these people? And it's funny, too, because they never explain who they are, but they, um, and this isn't just like a People magazine thing. It's, I think, like most journalism. And the more I think about it, the more like kind of weird it is. They always give the person's age. So oh, it'll yeah. be like, you know, Jojo Siwa, comma, 17. I'm like, that doesn't really help me out here. <laughs> and it's not relevant to any part of the story. <laughs> I'm sort of taking this uh, this new thing in stride here, but I got to ask you, what was the driving factor behind 
inspiring you to do this? Is this just like been a, a dream of yours forever? Like, I want one of those magazines. It is kind of a guilt, not not necessarily a guilty pleasure because I did enjoy it. But like, I guess you would say just curiosity. It's just one of those okay, things yeah. where you you always see it. And like, like I would just normally never pick one up and actually look through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like uh, you went to like Six Flags Disney World like an amusement park as a child. Yeah, Ben. It's kind of similar to, do you remember they would always have those like crazy cups that you could get for like $15 and they would fill it with soda? Yeah. To me, it's kind of like that. Whereas like as a child, I would, I would always be like, man, I really want one of those. <laughs> but in the long run, it would just get thrown in a cupboard. It's kind of like that. It's like a sugar hit where it's just like just quick in the moment trash that you like don't even think about once you've read through it. Nice, nice drag of a cigarette. Okay, so you've read People Magazine. I can't say I ever have, so I'm genuinely curious. What would you give it uh, on a trashiness scale out of 10? I feel like it's it's not trashy in the sense of like, oh, you know, uh, freaking, uh, let me see one of the celebrities it mentions. Brad Paisley, you know, caught in his underwear on the beach or whatever. Not trashy in that sense, <laughs> yeah. but more trashy and just like, this is what boring stuff or new stuff this celebrity is up to. This is what this celebrity is doing. This is okay. a little snippet of an interview from this celebrity. It's like high trash. Yeah, it's like high level trash of just like artful trash. Internet or not internet, but celebrity culture, I guess. So I guess rephrasing it that way, what would you give it um, out of 10 in terms of celebrity trash culture? Oh, I feel like probably like a nine out of 10. Wow. Okay. The premier trash magazine when it comes to celebrities. If you want celebrity info, goss, it's, this is your, this is your uh, magazine. Normally for the last couple of episodes, I always say like, oh, I'm looking forward to it. But this one's actually like, huh? <laughs> like what if it awakens something in me where I did not realize how much I care about these celebrities' <laughs> lives. I'm just hooked from now on. <laughs> I'm going to be late to all the recordings because I'm reading all the trashy tabloids. <laughs> Well, Joel, that's that's what I had for you. A nice, a nice uh, relaxing magazine read while you take a shit in the morning. I don't know. What do you have for me? <laughs> Mine's a little different than what you did. So for this uh, for this episode, I tried running one mile as fast as I could. Wow. Just just basically <laughs> just putting on the old running shoes and going for it. <laughs> But I'm like running. I walked out the door and I just started running. I haven't run one mile as fast as I could since like elementary school in gym class. Yeah. So this was an interesting experiment. I don't know if you remember from old elementary school, but yeah, I was I was very much a uh, uh, you know jog couple of minutes, walk couple of minutes kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, howdy! I'll tell you, it was harder than I thought. I'm actually quite curious, um, Luke. How fast do you think I can run one mile? I want you to guess my time before I tell you. I'm guessing it's probably a little bit better than what I could do. Maybe. Um, and last time I ran like a mile, I was like two summers ago. And I think I was like in the nines, hmm. the like nine something. You're actually pretty close. Uh, it was 31 minutes and <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it was um, it was eight minutes and 40 seconds is what it took me to run one mile. OK, which honestly, I'm kind of disappointed by because I'm not really a fast runner, but I have done some running, some distance running in the past, especially mm-hmm. this past um, uh, fall season. I was like running uh, multiple times a week for multiple miles. And so to get a forward was kind of like, hmm, but there's a bit of a twist in the story. Whoa, <laughs> I 
always run in just in my neighborhood on the streets and in, in good old suburbia. Mm-hmm. And I, I run the same route every time so that I know how far one mile is. And I even run like on the same side of the street when I cross over and all that stuff. And so I was running like obviously faster than I normally do. And I get down to the um, the dead end cul-de-sac where I know, okay, I go down there, I turn around, I reach that driveway and that's roughly one mile. And so I maybe had a couple hundred feet to go. I was going to turn around, run a couple hundred feet back. And like, I was like, okay, that's probably like around where it'd be like one mile. I looked at my smartwatch, which tracks my runs. Mm-hmm. I was at 0. 0.57 miles. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> like, is this thing, is this thing working? And then, so I, I kept running. I turned around, I ran back and I passed the driveway. I was at 0. 0.8 miles and I was like, oh no, what's going on? What in the world? It was odd. I don't want to blame it on that, but I was dying. Wait, so if I understand this right, the, this entire time that you've been thinking you've been running a mile, it's been like less i well no i don't know that's the weird part about it is because i've had this smartwatch which tells me that that's a mile pretty consistently so i don't know what's up it was it was a little weird all i know is that it it knocked the wind out of me i was huffing (laughs) and puffing and like my chest hurt and i was like seriously considering just dropping out halfway and just being like whatever i'll pick something else this week and just not even tell luke that i tried to run a mile (laughs) it was that bad i was like the um uh, who was the who was the Greek soldier who ran the marathon? He ran all those miles to marathon. He gave the report on the arm and then he died. That that's like me, but with a one mile. <laughs> I ran one mile. <laughs> I yelled my time into the air and I passed out dead. Oh my goodness! This is gonna be yeah. I, you know this might actually kill me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Not that I, you know I don't think either of us are terribly like unfit guys it's no. just you know we're not we're not people that regularly run miles as quickly as we can that's the thing is it'd be the type of thing that you almost need to train up to like mm-hmm. we should almost in six months or something bring this challenge do try this as a new thing again and see what we do because yeah it was i mean it doesn't sound like a lot of time it's like oh less than 10 minutes it's like just might as well endure that but boy those feel like it feels like a long eight minute 40 seconds i'll tell you what yeah, I'm a, I'm a little, uh, this this will actually probably take a little bit of planning on my part as well, because you're hmm. you're in a nice flat area of the country where I'm in a very mountainous hilly, so oh, true. It's, it's pretty hard to find a mile stretch that's uh, <laughs> that doesn't have some significant hills. <laughs> some mile stretch that's all downhill that you're just sprinting down <laughs> on a windy day with the windier Just path. leaping and bounding. <laughs> you come back, yeah, I did it in like, you know, six minutes, whatever. You pick, you pick up enough speed. You just dive in the air and fly the rest of the mile. Put on my wingsuit. <laughs> There's nothing the rules saying you can't, I guess, technically. Well, Luke, I'm looking forward to uh, picking up a uh, tabloid magazine, I guess. And I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, putting in the putting in the work running one mile, huh? I'm absolutely pumped for it. I already got my, my steroids guy on on speed dial. <laughs> The effort that we're that effort for the challenge that we're giving each other is pretty, <laughs> pretty substantially <laughs> different. So we'll be back in segment two to further the discussion. In the meantime, stick around and enjoy thirty seconds of Scottish bagpipe music. We're back. How's it going, Luke? Oh, it's going pretty good, Joel. How are you? Not too bad. What have you been up to for the last 
eight days since we recorded segment one. Well, Joel, as soon as we got off the last call, I uh, strapped on my running shoes and I've been running ever since. <laughs> Wow. You literally just sat down from your run. That That's how long one mile took you. I just sat, sat down. I don't know if you can tell, but, you know, I'm malnourished, dehydrated. <laughs> I was wondering why you're so sweaty. I mean, you're normally the sweaty when we record, but I, you're like extra sweaty. It's weird. Yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, that entire time, you know, I just finished my mile, essentially. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what we're at. Uh, well over 100 hours. Yeah, well over 100 hours. Um, so I'm a little over your time of uh, <laughs> of eight minutes and, uh, oh, what was it? If you cared about me as a friend, you'd know. Eight minutes and 30 seconds. 40 seconds. 40 Thank seconds. Thank you for thinking, thinking highly of me and thinking I can run that fast, but no. But in all, in all uh, honesty, though, I did, you know, uh, this past weekend, I ran a mile, uh, you know, first time in... Oh, two years, maybe. Mm. Uh, and it went fairly well. Uh, just like I predicted, I got in the nines. Um, I believe I got nine minutes and 39 seconds. Okay. Which Good. I was fine with. As long as I was like below 10 minutes, I was I was happy. How did uh, how did you feel when you were running it? I felt really good. I know. So I'm not like terribly active, but I'm also not inactive. I go on like a lot of hikes on the weekends. And when hiking, I always, um, like, I'm always, you know, ready to get going because you know, typically we're hiking to like a destination, like a, a mountain peak or, you know, waterfall or something. So I'm like ready to go get mm. to get to our destination. So I always start out with like just a pace that I cannot keep up with. <laughs> <laughs> a little ambitious. So I was very conscientious of that uh-huh. when I, when I ran this mile. So I started out probably a bit slower than I needed to. Okay. Uh, cause, cause towards the end I was like, oh shit, I've got like, you know, a 10th of a mile to go. <laughs> and like, I might, I mean, I want to, I want to go as fast as I can. So I was just sprinting, just hauling <laughs> for this last 10th of a mile. <laughs> oh, I bet that looked awesome. Just some guy sprinting down the sidewalk. Just, you know, screaming something about, I got to do this for my podcast. <laughs> That's about the lamest thing you could do it for. Well, that that's pretty good. I think that's more pre- like that's probably preferable to just like doing it my way. It's kind of funny that we did it opposite ways. I like went super hard at the beginning. I was like, here we go. And then just got <laughs> super gassed by the end. Yeah, it's really uh, I guess I didn't expect this, but uh, I, I mean, like part of, I guess, being talented at running is knowing not just like having the stamina, but knowing like what pace to set and what you can maintain and for how long that's yeah that's something you learn with experience and stuff i come from a family of runners and i've been to one of my brother's cross meets before and not my brother but some other people on his team as they're like doing what you did they'd be like sprinting across the finish line after doing a 5k my mom's Mm -hmm. like tisk tisk like they they shouldn't be able to do that you should pace it just enough that you're like wiped but you're still going at a good pace at the end so yeah so i didn't do that in my run it, it sounds like you didn't either but like we both we both got there huh no i was i was on like uh i don't know you know steroids one moment and freaking <laughs> sleeping pills the next <laughs> i could not decide what i was doing yeah am i walking here am i sprinting here how's this work so that's that's kind of how it went physically uh emotionally <laughs> spiritually I really enjoyed it. Oh, I think good. this was one of the first times that I actually kind of, uh, 
I kind of like got the appeal of running, you know, mm-hmm. I did it because most of the times I would just like when I ran before, it would be like, I don't know, like high noon, middle of the summer. And I just hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing But this? this was a crisp Sunday morning, uh, you know, before everyone was awake. Uh, it was just me. I, I did find a I completely forgot last segment that, um, I don't know, a couple of blocks from my uh, my house is a nice paved trail oh. uh, that used to be a railroad. So it's super flat. So that's what I ran my mile on. It was ideal conditions. Oh, cool. But yeah, after that, I was like, you know, I, I kind of get it. I felt good about myself. I, I, you know, not only did I feel good in the moment, but I also felt good later in the day when I just sat on my ass for the rest of the day playing video games, knowing that I did my work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can enjoy it guilt-free. You're like, I got my steps for the day. In fact, I enjoyed it so much that uh, I went for another run today. Really? How far? Yeah, just just about an hour ago. Uh, another mile. Good. This, today, though, I did not have that same feeling. Oh, no. Um, I mean, it's been, what, two days since I ran the the first mile, like yeah. my legs were still a little sore. Okay. Um, I did not use the trail. I just ran around my neighborhood, which is very hilly. Ooh. So it was just not as good of an experience. Shoot. Yeah, you're like feeling all good, still riding the high of your last story, and this one just smacks you back down to reality. <laughs> right back down to reality. Are you gonna? So are you gonna continue running, or is this just sort of a like uh, twice and done type of deal? Um, I. I think I'm going to keep going. Um, I'd like to, you know, okay, okay. This is me bearing my heart out. No, this is me, Luke, you know, famous uh, golf player or whatever. I said at the beginning. Yeah. Making a commitment to our, you know, literal tens of listeners. Absolute single digit listeners out there. <laughs> um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I think, you know, for at least the next month, try to run two to three times a week good for you so this is gonna be like a recurring segment that i'll check back in on huh yeah maybe maybe at the end of so would that be two two episodes from now it'd be the end of may yeah, yeah. see see uh, if i kept up with it okay good a little a little recurring segment here that sounds fun even though running was like i i had good feelings afterwards like you said in the moment it was basically just like an awful like I just hate myself and it's kind of funny that I had the same similar like vibe but in a different way when I was reading these tabloid magazines that you made me read (laughs) if you want to if you want to experience that smooth segue to uh to my thing if you want to talk about that I'd love to hear it well I got uh two two magazines from Walmart uh I I didn't need to go to the store so I went there specifically to get them I felt really stupid but I got people (laughs) magazine like you did Mm -hmm. um and it's the April 26 2021 edition uh it's Prince Philip a life of love and loyalty so it's all about the royal family and stuff like that nice and I also got National Examiner let me show you what the Oh yeah, that's that's the garbage that we're looking for. This is that tabloid trash. And it's funny because it's also from April 26th. And this one's titled The Queen's Royal Rage, Why She'll Never Forgive Harry and Meghan. Wow. And I thought, well, that's interesting that they're like I mean, they're both basically the same thing. They're both these like trashy magazines. I'll get both of them and do a little compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. First gut reactions. I have to basically take back everything I said about People Magazine in the first segment. I thought People Magazine was like a trashy tabloid, and it really isn't. It's just like a normal magazine just about celebrities. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think maybe maybe I tipped you, <laughs> tipped the scales in terms of your uh, your feelings on that. Because um, after reading it, I was like, 
I mean, no, it's not trash, uh, but it's, you know, not like high, any high literature or anything. Yeah, it, I would say, I mean, it's for what it's worth. I think it's really well done. Like the graphic design and all that stuff is like, it's actually kind of nice. I'm like scrolling through. I'm like, oh, look at these cool pictures. But um, in terms well, of like, OK, OK, I have a comment. OK, uh, sp- that you, you know, if you're specifically bringing up the pictures, mm-hmm. about half of the pictures in my uh, copy of People magazine are just blurry. Really? They're just like, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I won't be able to convey it over the uh, the podcast, obviously. But yeah, they're just like, it looks like, uh, yeah, I don't know, they're in like freaking 240p or something, a YouTube video. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> they just took a screen cap of. It's it's really bad. Huh. I don't know if that was just like a defect in the printing just for my copy, but yeah. I mean, not every photo is like the crispest of the crisp, but like a lot of them are like really solid, I thought. It was like laid out pretty well. And just like, it, I didn't really realize um, until like, I think I was like watching like some investigative show on TV and I saw like, mm-hmm. uh, there was like, um, I don't remember what it's called right now, but people magazine has like a tv channel where they do like investigative journalism or whatever and it's sort of like that like it's sort of like that um yeah i don't know like like my husband murdered me type of (laughs) tv show or whatever but uh it's still it's i would i would qualify it as news that nobody needs i mean it's just celebrity stuff that like who cares but i mean if you're gonna do that you might as well do it well that's it that's a good way to put it and i guess that's yeah that's more that's a more accurate way to, to way to put it uh i guess i just called it trashy or consider it trashy because it's something I don't really care about and I don't think it's worth caring about. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Oh, I guess I guess I should mention um, the uh, headline story about Prince Philip. It, I thought it was really well done. I had never really read much on him before. It like goes through his like whole life and his like life story with all these photos, and I think it's really well done. It's actually pretty engaging. It seems like you really kind of kind of lucked out in the People Magazine department. I don't know if this is like their special edition that they put a lot of effort into or what, but it was like I thought it was actually like wow, this is surprisingly solid. So so you get a nice uh, little biopic or whatever you know of of Prince Philip and his life, and I get uh, you know JoJo Siwa and <laughs> Brad Paisley. Uh, you know, talking about their lives and like, I mean, yeah, uh, the writing isn't like terrible, but there was, um, one instance in like, uh, so like, yeah, like I said, one of the other big topics was Brad Paisley or whatever. And no joke, like six paragraphs in, there's just a sentence of like Brad Paisley, uh, like comma, a lifelong guitar player or whatever, <laughs> or like a guitar player, like born and raised in West Virginia. And like, I feel like that's information that should have been conveyed like at the beginning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So that, that was people magazine. That one was, it was $6. It's fine. And I also got the national examiner one and this one was $5 and it's just worse. It's bad. It's not mm-hmm. good at all. This one's just classic tabloid trash. Yeah. It's like these like salacious headlines and bad paper. And just like, I think the formatting and layout of this one made me appreciate people more because it's so much worse. It's like your eye just doesn't flow acro- uh, across the page and everything's just like kind of harder to read. It's not very good. And the weirdest thing about it is they don't credit the author to any of the articles. And that to me just screams like, okay, this is all junk. Like you don't, yeah, like, nobody don't, wants their name don't take tied seriously. in with it. Yeah. No one wants their name tied with it. It's just like, I don't, it made me think like I have this conspiracy that it's just literally one guy in some basement just making all this up because it actually <laughs> is just the, the definition of just like fake news. 
Um, we'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about the main headline news story about like the Queen's rage, or whatever. But there was this page in here called "Wisdoms of the Stars," um, and I love this because it's just like. I don't know, maybe they need to like fill the page with something. It's just a bunch of celebrities and politicians and public figures. And they're like little paragraph like quotes. And it's like, here's one for uh, Heavy Bardem, which I thought was funny, which just says, I was raised not to be afraid to show emotion or imagination. <laughs> like, good job. <laughs> like, that, like, Wow, I'm glad you hit me with that. That's, uh, I, I was like, raised to be a shell of a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I was raised to try to be happy. It's like, okay, um, like <laughs> that doesn't really mean anything. Um, let me let me find the Queen story. I mean, it's just all like, it's really quite the experience to read one of these. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Where's the stupid Queen story? Oh, uh, having, having read both of them, did you... Um have the same experience that I did of just not knowing who like 80% of the people were. Yeah. There was some like, there were some like double page spreads on this like person or whatever. I don't know. Some of them are maybe like daytime TV stars or like, mm-hmm. um, more like reality TV people. And it's like, I, I don't know that. I mean, all the big name celebrities is like, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I knew like maybe 60 or 70% of the people in here, but let me read you a little excerpt from the, um, from Queen Liz unleashes her fury exclamation point. And this is all just, it's nothing. It's really not a story at all. But the funniest part about it is their sources and any quotes they have from like air quotes, like inside people. It goes like this. It's the ultimate betrayal exclamation point spills a longtime Royal insider. What Harry and Meghan are doing flies in the face of what the queen's entire life has stood for duty to her beloved Britain and dedication to its people exclamation point. Wow. It's like, nobody, nobody talks like that. And no. nobody, like nobody puts exclamation point in writing it's just like <laughs> you know this is some dude at the national examiner headquarters leaning over and goes hey you want to be a source for this story and they're like yeah here you go here's my opinion <laughs> just like quotes them on it it's not and the fact that they don't, they don't give you the uh author of the piece it just the story just starts it's just like okay cool he's just quoting himself i know exactly um Apparently, um, National Examiner, kind of funnily enough, doesn't have a website huh. or anything like that, and they don't have any like social media. It's like they literally just make this like piece of paper that I'm holding is what they make like once a week or whatever it is, and it like just it just targets older people. <laughs> it's just some guy in his barn. Yeah, <laughs> some single some dude. I don't know. I guess like I get yeah they target older people with it obviously or whatever, but it's just hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, that's so. That's that's all I got, Luke. Any any final thoughts on these uh, the tabloids and or running? Not really, other than just kind of a feeling of sadness, you know. That I think so. This is a dying medium. Let's be honest. Yeah, it, well, and maybe for good reason, right? Yeah, like, maybe, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't believe I gave them five dollars for that. That's like I could buy like I could buy a whole subway sandwich for that. <laughs> yeah, so that's the opinion of uh, you know. Two, two young white guys on People Magazine and National Enquirer or whatever. Oh, yeah. Completely not the audience for these going, mm, I thought it was shallow and pedantic. <laughs> but that's it for us this week or this bi-weekly show we do. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are uh, available on iTunes, Spotify. Where else, Luke? Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. YouTube, YouTube, we're there. We're on Twitter as well. If you want to follow us at UMM Podcasts, uh, we will be tweeting out these episodes. And you can check out all our previous episodes online as well. We will be back in two weeks on 
Oh boy, what May fifteen or something like that? May first. This is. The- oh no, this is the this is the May first episode. <laughs> May fifteen. It's May first right now, Luke. <laughs> How crazy is that? Time travel. We'll be back with you with this episode. <laughs> We're gonna replay this episode on the fifteenth. But that's it. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in two weeks. See ya.